The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You are watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from Fantastic Forum Studios, Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle inside of Enigma, trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's a silent assassin. Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. Hey, guys. Longtime fan here. Can't. Glad to be here today. <laughs> next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? And as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Yeah, there I am. Yay. <laughs> Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. We are going to be talking to you all about uh, Spawn Universe. Yeah, it's Spawn, right? Singular? Or is it Spawns? Spawn? Damn it. The possessive. With the possessive Spawns Universe, number one. Uh, and we're going to be talking to you all about Star Wars Visions. Uh, so we got all that jumping off, plus the latest in comic book news and whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. Um, so, yeah. But before we do that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, uh, because without him, this show wouldn't have happened. So thanks, Scott. Hope you're doing all right, buddy. And uh, we're going to go ahead and tell you how it is you can get down with Fantastic Forum in case you want to do the thing with us, you know, participate and such. Here's how. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. We should be. We should talk promoting that intern. Yes. No. No. Dang. Well, there it is. Well, well, I guess it'll be up to Jay and Oz's votes. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, but please, the show's interactive. We want to talk to you. We want to hear what you think about what we're talking about. We want to hear what you want to talk about. So, you know, jump in, whether you're on friggin' YouTube, whether you're on Twitch, uh, if you're listening live, uh, you know, jump in. You can go to fantasticforum.live. Uh, and go ahead and do the thing there. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, cool. Gents, how's everybody feeling? Y'all doing good? I just found out I'm a nerd. What do you mean? You've been a nerd. What do you, you just found out? I didn't know. I was watching uh, Paramount Plus, and I clicked over the little thumbnail for Star Trek Prodigy. And then uh -huh. the little thumbnail blew up, and I see a person in the center, and then it starts playing, and then I'm like, what's Janeway doing there? But I've uh -huh. never watched Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was telling 
what's going on with you? I'm like, what's she doing in there? And then she goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, who, 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 who from what? Like, I don't know. <laughs> My wife says that a lot too. Huh? My wife says that a lot too. I don't know. Yeah. Like, what, what, like, I don't know who Janeway is. <laughs> yeah. Is what Emily told me. And then, but me, technically, me neither, because I never watched Voyager. That's funny. But somehow I knew that she's in Prodigy just from the little split second thumbnail. It's it's wild because I feel like I do the opposite where I'm like I, I'm usually like I see stuff and I'm like I say that stuff in my head instead of saying it out loud. And then when I do choose to say it out loud, I feel like if I say something to to Nia, she's like I know what that is. I don't need you to explain that to me. Like I try to explain it to her instead of like, you know, just like be like, oh, what's this? You know, and I'm like, oh, I'm a butthole. I'm freaking mansplaining. Mansplaining. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I, I'm constantly underestimating her nerd credentials. I don't know why. Oh, you keep forgetting. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like she's, she's a, my, in some ways a bigger nerd than I am. But yeah, which so is long crazy. story short, Emily's filing for divorce now. She's like, I married, I tried to marry a band, a metal guy. That's what I tried to marry. I didn't know he's going to be this dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It happens to the best of us. Look. Yeah. Jay, you, uh, you been watching anything interesting on TV lately? Um, Jay's like, nah. nah. I don't. No, that was your segue to talk about what if you know, oh, was that but Lawrence and Christine? Yeah, oh, that's a like, you know, we try to make it sound natural, like it's part of conversation. <laughs> Jay, yeah, Jay, Jay, Jay's not at 100% today. It's okay, it's okay. Like, I, I should have known not to do that when he missed the spoiler comment earlier, <laughs> honestly. I was just kind of waiting for a prompt from Tiger Claw. Are we doing on the air? I don't <laughs> listen. I don't know. I was sitting here like, am I in the wrong section? I'm like, I don't see any chat, which is unusual. Like usually, well, we, we started have... late, so they probably just went to sleep. But like, there, people, there are people watching. Mm. You know, so I know <laughs> they're just not chatting, which I'm like, oh, well, and listen. If you're watching and not chatting, we still appreciate you. That's fine. I just, yeah, I, I just, that. I'm just surprised because usually, you're right? Like Jay's right. Like normally, we would have gotten a prompt from Tiger Claw. I would have well, said, you know, we'll bring things out of chat, out of chat into the show, but there was no chat. So I, I mean, like, oh, not, sometimes our producer just needs a, a day off. You know, I can be Tiger Claw. Okay, be Tiger Claw, Mo. What's up, guys? <laughs> How about that last episode of What If? So that's pretty much what Tiger would have said, right? Yeah. I think it was really good. <laughs> so this last episode of What If is What If Ultron won? So Jarvis wasn't able to inhabit the body. Uh, Ultron takes it. He gets the mind gem. And he basically starts wiping out all life on the planet. Then he gets bored, and Thanos shows up, and uh, 
he basically, Ultron, takes the Infinity Gauntlet from Thanos. And as the Watcher is commenting on how fucked up shit is, Ultron hears him. And he's able to look through the veil of reality and find out that there are multiverses. And so he gets into a fight with the Watcher in order to end all life on all multiverses. Um, this was amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, it's, it's an amazing thing. And you see the, like, the Watcher is heavily featured in this. And you see him, like, not interfering as much as he can. And all of a sudden, Ultron just takes the fight to him physically. And they get into an all-out battle through realities. Um, and which honestly looks great. Because there's, like, one fight where they're literally being thrown through veils of the multiverse and you see like the background planets, everything changing around them through this fight. And, you know, they're both spouting their rhetoric about non-interference and uh, you ha you could have interfered, but you were just looking and it's like really creepy. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's just like an amazing thing watching these two, like go at it and the watcher is trying to help solve the issue by watching and <laughs> eventually he just he he knows what he has to do he has to interfere and he has to ask for help from the one person that he refused to help before i'm not going to spoil who that is oh come on so. please. okay Doctor Strange. <laughs> Damn, Jay. He, he pulled his arm. You didn't he, even. He goes to Doctor Strange, the one that wrecked his own reality, trying to keep his girl alive. Hey, hey, hey! That's spoilers from that episode. I haven't seen that yet. Strange. No, no, it's, it's all connected. Okay. Like he goes to that Strange and asks him for help, and then the episode ends. Well, I will say that, you know, I I don't know how people are are are, are taking your recap, Jay, but it was it was you you recapped the episode really well, and if that sounds cool to you, like if you listened and you're like, man, that sounds like a cool concept, it it's even cooler to see it. <laughs> like I promise you, like it's one of these things where I'm like, man, like. I was watching Destroy It and I was like, wow. Like friggin' friggin' uh like in infinite Ultron is like my new favorite villain. Like, <laughs> you know, where I'm just like <laughs> I like I, I'm like, I can't wait for friggin' Marvel Legends What If Wave 2, you know? <laughs> if that joint is not the builder figure, then I'm like, we should just stop making toys. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just like, what are we? 
there's no good reason for that joint not to be created. Like I get it. Like I remember like it looking at the first wave, like mm, I don't know if I need any of these, you know what I'm saying? Like they're they're not bad. But now I'm like, oh, like they were saving all the good stuff for wave two. Because I think I like I was watching this episode like, man, I need a, a Black Widow with a shield. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, dude. Do you want, do you want uh, the Watcher with or without the armor? You know, the sad fact of the matter is I think I still don't want the Watcher. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I still don't want the Watcher. The Watcher is the coolest that he's ever been. And again, like. Jeff, Jeffrey Wright's performance is fantastic. Like it's so good. Oh, like, the little it. details, like yeah, dude, straight up doing his regular monologue, like oh, yeah. and then he realized this, and and like yeah, you yeah. hear you hear him saying, and then he started uh, perceiving other realities, and he's and like he realized, wait, he's, he's he's I'm saying he's perceiving me, and he's just like yeah, yeah, dude, it's so good, it's <laughs> so good. Where it's like oh man, like you know, because this fool watches everything and he knows so much because he's been in existence for so long and to watch a performance where somebody's like nailing that and then feels like they have a genuine moment of surprise is it's amazing it's so good it like that 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 performance by itself is worth watching the episode so i'll get to it oh whatever moses <laughs> how, dare, how dare you how dare you be nonchalant <laughs> Infinite Ultron. No. <laughs> I, I don't. I just. I, I'm busy. Mm-mm. Time. Time is limited. Listen, and I love listen. the cape. <laughs> like, why do you love the cape? It's, it's so ridiculous. Like, why was why was he even thinking about that? Right. But he's like, you know, I've got infinite power. Like, yeah. I, I need a cape. Like, yeah. Obviously, yeah. I need a cape. Is that actually Spader doing that? Yeah. Doing that. Because I know, be. say it again. It, it might be. It be. is okay. Because I haven't I, seen it, but I, I'm a it, watcher. I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like it sounds like him, and that performance is so good too. Honestly, like it's just like the the way. Like it's interesting because I remember thinking like how strange of a choice that is for Ultron, but it ended up. I mean. It ended up working for that version of Ultron. Like, I, that's what I'll say. Because I don't think of James Spader's Ultron, like that MCU Ultron, in my mind, isn't like, oh, that's like, you know, a definitive version of Ultron. It's a, it's a good, it's almost like how you do with Jokers, you know what I'm saying? Where it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, you know, it's like that was. Well, it's a one cool of those things version. where it could have gone like Bane in The Dark Knight yeah. Rises. Like, it's an odd right. choice, but the yeah. actor can pull it off. Depending on what they do with it, it could right. be great or it could be bad. Right. And uh, that one really, like, the James Spader as Ultron went really, really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it went, it really went well that. despite the fact because, like, yeah. it probably shouldn't work. And even with the characterization, like, it's like all, like you said, it's all weird choices, but it, it works. And it's like, I think it's a, it's honestly, I think it's underrated. Because you know everybody seems to feel like that Avengers movie is the worst one, but you it's know, not, okay, it's not Spider. It's Spider. It's uh, Spider. It's a uh, Ross Marquand. He's Aaron it, on The Walking Dead. 
he's Aaron on the Walking Dead. Like yeah, that's the guy that's missing the the hand. He, yeah, okay, that's what I was thinking. Who it was, and he did it for both episodes. Uh, well, he didn't talk in the in the Thor episode. No, but didn't wasn't Ultron in another episode before? No, he showed. He shows up in another episode, but it's like the after credits type of thing where you just see him. He doesn't actually. Oh, wow! That he's doing like that. He sounds like Spader. Yeah, well, I mean, the guy doing Tony Stark sounds like him. The guy that did Spider Man sounds like him. Uh, Turns out, out, you know, voice actors can like mimic voices. Well, yeah, but in like usually, like you don't need to. Listen hard to know that, like, that's not Robert Downey Jr. You know, like, I, I guess that yeah, that's really the the point I'm making. Where it's like, I don't, I there's nobody. This is the first person that I've been watching since I've been watching What If that I hear heard, and I was like, is that such and such? And it turns out it's not them. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't, I didn't think like for any other for anybody else that was doing like a a sound alike. That they were like, oh yeah, that might be them, but yeah, yeah, he sounds good. He sounds good. He he gives a great performance. So, guys, him. guys, the the world is uh, I feel like it's properly spinning again. It's it's right on it. It's on its axis again. Tiger Claw has uh has joined us in chat. Yay! Thanks for coming back, Tiger Claw. Look, thank <laughs> you, uh, Al- Alfonso, for stepping in the role while Tiger Claw was gone. Uh, and uh, also, I see that Lloyd's in chat too. Uh, Lloyd's in chat, he says, What up, FF? This is Lloyd. Totally agree, it was an amazing episode. Yeah, man. And Tiger Claw says, Were you shocked at how easily Ultron Vision took down Thanos? Um, I was until I remembered it's the MCU version. <laughs> right. I mean, technically, Thor took him down with the axe. You know, if he would have gotten, you know, uh, like six inches up and to the left or right or whatever, he would have that that movie would have been over. No end game needed. <laughs> there it is. Said he should have went for the head, right? Yeah. Can handle the full force of five of the stones, then I think. I think you know stone on stone on stone violence would uh would take them out a lot easier. <laughs> stone on stone violence. I, look yeah. in, in the MCU, Scarlet Witch was able to to pop that pimple off his head w- without much of a problem. And she had, she hadn't even gotten her full power yet. She didn't get that to WandaVision. Oh, uh, she's also like her powers are come from that, right? Isn't that what what that was at the moment? Sort of. Yeah, I think they said they did use the the Mind Stone to uh, do her and, and her brother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got a couple other things going on in chat. Uh, Alfonso Seha asked, did you see the new Stranger Things trailer? I did not. Have any of you? I haven't. But I, I have it. I'm already. I already gave it five out of five. Like, that's just gonna be amazing. <laughs> Oz, you saw it. I saw it. 
What you saying? Stranger Things. Oh man, are, are you over it, Oz? You're over it. Uh, a little. To be honest, the, the trailer doesn't give you much. It it makes it seem like it's gonna be ghosts. Like it, it looks like it's gonna be a, a ghost thing, but I know that it's got it's gonna have more to do with the upside down or something like that. It's gonna be like dimensions crossing because the the Watcher and Ultron are fighting, <laughs> and, and Loki killed He Who Remains. So it will still be Loki, which is still Loki. What you, you know, you know what I mean. Point is, yeah, it, it it made it look like like it's gonna be spooky and ghost things, but it's. It's Stranger Things. I mean, if you like Scooby Doo, you'll you'll like it. It, look, it looked like Scooby Doo. What? <laughs> it, it, what? Looked like, it looked like uh, I forget Homeboy's name. The the older of the kids, not the four kids, but like the older brother. Uh, he's like driving the mystery machine, and um, <laughs> the guy that's missing like the front teeth is is like Scooby Doo doing the jokes, and uh, the the little black kid's got like the eraser head. Uh, kid and play afro it looks good the afro looks good or the, <laughs> he froze right there i love that <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 show, the show looks good it, it's stranger things it looks good so, so basically Oz isn't excited because it's gonna be good and it's yeah i know right i just like i don't understand I'm not because it, it's more of the same I think mm-hmm. I may I may be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I can actually go more paranormal. Now they're like fighting ghosts or or whatever. That would be interesting. But if we're still doing upside down stuff, you know, I'll watch it. I'll enjoy it. I was just you know, just waiting for it to end. <clears throat> you got to watch Dark. Dark no. is really good. Yeah. No, I don't like dark things. Yeah, you damn, <laughs> damn. Oh, I'm, I'm, so I took that personally. <laughs> we have a tiger claw asking us uh, Speaking of voice actors, what do you guys think of the voice casting for the Super Mario Brothers animated movie? Wow, listen, did you all see hear about this? Yeah, yeah, I was angry. I heard a little about it, but I heard a lot of jokes too, so I'm not sure what's <laughs> real and what's fake. Yeah, I understand. I was, like, I was upset only by the fact that the actual voice actor for Mario is in the movie as a cameo. I mean, I just hate Chris Pratt. Do you want? Do you want like the Mario voice from the video game in an hour and a half movie? Yeah, why not? I mean, you've heard Mario talk, right? Yeah. <laughs> he says, I'm like, saying, things. it's a oh, no. <laughs> Like, no one, no one talks like that. Like, you should just get just sound captures from Mario Party. It's like Mario. that the whole movie like that. That joint is so problematic. Like, <laughs> it's Mario. Like, that's, okay. that's how Mario talks. I wouldn't, if I'm going to see a movie about Mario, that give me Mario. <laughs> Honestly, Kind of not even how he talks. Like, I feel like our first Mario voice was Captain Lou Albano, right? Yeah. Like, are we, we going to go and say that that's like the, that's the canon voice from Mario, Captain Lou Albano? I mean, that's kind of I'm what I'm saying. I it was the first. Yeah. And that's and what I would imagine in the movie. 
like Brooklyn, New York, Mario, it's not a bad thing. Like no, New New York, New York sounding Mario makes sense to me. Yeah, I'm more of a Hoskins man myself. What if we get <laughs> Joe Hoskins Pesci? also great? Joe Pesci as Mario? No, no, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, we could, we could just re-edit Goodfellas and have him Ray Liotta be Luigi. We just paint it on the frames. <laughs> the fuck, motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> With the mustache and the red hat. I actually kind of want to see that now. <laughs> you and our audience do it. Oh, whoever, whoever does that gets a hundred bucks. <laughs> I don't know if you can get money on YouTube, but I'll pay you a hundred bucks. We'll call it a fiver. Uh, commissioner, <laughs> I don't have a problem with the casting until I hear the voices. I, I need to hear what yeah. Chris Pratt's going to sound like. I need to hear what Jack Black is going to sound like because I don't want Bowser to just be Jack Black. And yeah. that, if I have any problem with the casting, is that I know a lot of these actors and I don't want to hear the actors, I want to hear the characters. Mm-hmm. I feel like, especially with Jack Black, I, I'm going to hear Jack Black, and it's going to annoy me. I, I, I'm worried that Chris Pratt is going to do the same thing, even though he said he's working on a voice for Mario. I don't have a lot of confidence in it. I, I don't know his voice acting. I don't think he's done anything else. I can't really, you know, I, I can't really determine how good of a job he's going to do. And yeah, that's my biggest concern. Is just I'm hearing Chris Pratt talking to Jack Black instead of Mario talking to Bowser. I I feel like Jack Black is probably like the pick that I'm probably most like at ease with. Like I feel like Jack Black's definitely going to do a voice. Like it's going to sound like Jack Black to a degree, but at the same time it's like like I could see a version of Bowser that sounds like Jack Black. You know, Jack Black would be perfect for one of the kids, one of the Bowser kids. Yeah, he could be a Koopa kid too. Like he, could, right. he could just be a Jack Black character. <laughs> like the, mm-hmm. He could be the dude he played in Cable Guy or the dude he played in Orange County as just one of the Koopa kids. Jack, Jack and, Black Jack Black could be all the Koopa kids like how Eddie Murphy yeah. <laughs> would do voices like in when he would play every role like Jack Black could do that for every Koopa kid. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, but as far as yeah, like I don't know what the movie's going to be like. I don't know what, you know, cuz if it doesn't feel like if it doesn't feel like the game <laughs> then what does it matter if it sounds like the game too, right? You know, that that was kind of what was true. That we got with the Bob Hoskins one, right? I mean, you're the saying Bob the Bob Hoskins was, was doesn't just, feel, doesn't feel like the game. That one was just that's just that was weird. I, don't I know love what they were trying to do. I love that as a kid. I can watch it now and be like, oh yeah, this is this is a bad movie. I love Dennis Hopper. When, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, oh, oh look, he's shooting fireballs. Hey, he got big for half a <laughs> second when he touched that mushroom. Like, yeah, it, it, it's a. <laughs> It's a weird script. It's a weird yeah. movie. Definitely, you got. You should watch it if you haven't seen the Mario Brothers movie. What year did that come out? Like 91? 90? 93. 93? Yeah, if you have not seen the Mario Brothers movie, I recommend you do. It is 
I think you have to be high to watch it. I don't know, Mo. That's that's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you had to see. I was a kid, so I wasn't high when I watched it. But I, I was. I was, a, I was a smaller kid than you. Well, <laughs> chronologically, right. But I was high still. That didn't stop me. What stopped you? <laughs> that's a that's a hood shit right there. Uh, um, they got Keegan the theater they got- and got high. This fucking dude, they hot box that theater. <laughs> they got Keegan Michael Key playing Toad. He's gonna be great in it. See the bald one or the short one? He's the bald one. Right. He'll be he'll be great in it because he's he's good at everything. He is good at everything. Uh, he could have been Mario. Yeah, it's he funny. I was about to say uh, uh, Key and Peel as Mario and Luigi. I want to see that. That would actually be really good. They would do they the vo- gotten, uh, what. Do they still hang out? I'm sure not, they still ends. They don't have not, the show anymore. Yeah, not, I don't think not in the way they used to. I don't think, but yeah, I think they they they're not enemies or anything. I don't believe. And yeah, um, Peel Peel's not trying to do that stuff anymore. I don't think. Well, he's like a successful horror movie director. Like, mm-hmm. so he's he's makes cinema. <laughs> not trying. He's not trying to kiss Keegan Michael P and Key and, Key and Drag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's that's all. That's all facts. <laughs> uh, uh, L Wafer One says, uh, "I like Charlie Day as Luigi," and look, Charlie Day as a live action Mario would be perfect. Isn't Charlie Day a little too tall? No, he's a short dude. Charlie Day oh. is actually the size of unmushroomed Mario. Like, <laughs> is he really? Yeah. Thought <laughs> him accidentally. He's five seven. I'm taller than him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's taller than me, but he's still small. <laughs> but he can play Wolverine if he bulked up. I don't think he can bulk up. But I mean, if he did. <laughs> I mean, no, I think genetically, I don't think he can bulk up. Like, <laughs> you don't think we could roid him up? No, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think he's built for that. So he's like I, genetically down to the DNA atoms, uh, a nerd. Yeah. Okay. I'm I cool. feel like uh, Charlie Charlie Day is actually the uh, the 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 casting that I think most people are like. Yeah, that's that's great. Like people are pretty happy with that. It feels like I, I think everybody is questioning Chris Pratt's ability to play Mario, which you know yeah. I don't know. I, it's interesting that he got the job. Like I don't know. Like did he have no, permission or he said how or, he got it? He stole somebody's wish. Oh, did he say that? <laughs> he was he was talking about how there was a arcade uh, at laundromat or something when when he was a kid. He never had a quarter. So he stole quarters from a nearby fountain to play <laughs> Mario. And he, he, you while he's saying that, he's like, man, I just realized I, I took those, those wish quarters to play Mario and now I get to play Mario. And, you know, he started mm-hmm. pondering how karma's going to get him back for uh-huh. stealing wishes. Like he needs to go down to that fountain with just like a sack of quarters and just start dumping them in there or something. <laughs> People are mad because they say he's homophobic. 
So like a lot of the memes I saw was like Mario 64 when he grabs <laughs> Bowser. <laughs> and he says, take that, gay Bowser. <laughs> like that's what it's like. Oh. <laughs> I did not I did not yeah. understand that at all. Yeah. I mean, like it's because he's openly Christian. No, so, but he goes to a, a church where the guy is homophobic from the pulpit. But that doesn't mean he's homophobic, does it? Uh, I mean, look, if I hang out with a bunch of tweakers and gangsters, your mom's probably going to think I'm one of those. You might not, and I might not be. But it's like the thing is, if you hang around with people with a cold, you're going to catch the cold. They're not going to get healed because you don't have a cold, you know? So, <laughs> you know, it, 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 I, I can look. It, it's it looks okay like to be homophobic. Just there's consequences, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and part of it. And then, now they're making you say gay Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, Jay? No, nothing. Go ahead. Oh, okay. All right. Look, we should probably we should probably get into the show because we got friggin' <laughs> like, or we should get into some reviews because we're well, we, 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 got... we already did what if. I mean, we're like halfway. We had two things today, right? We reviewed what if we reviewed the Mario movie, <laughs> like all that. Matrix Matrix Four, that's dumb. All right, moving on. We already Dang. talked about that. I know, but I wasn't here, and I was like watching you guys talk about it, and like, no, you were talking about it too. You're mad what? about it. Yeah, we had a whole discussion about you being mad about it. No, yeah, you you made up a discussion about me being mad about being, no, me no. being mad about it, but I wasn't on the show. I, I guarantee you I wasn't in the show. No, you you were talking about like how uh, it didn't make sense for because it ended and like you were mad that it was the same people. <laughs> like, I wish I would have had like, I wish you would have told me that you didn't know you were on that show to pull clips and had like, I can play it live for the audience and it would have been a <laughs> show. But now I have to search guys I've been working the night shift for like four weeks now. I just I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, I haven't slept. I don't I don't know what day it is. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's happening. Yeah we actually switched to Sundays today Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> My dog's had a babysitter so I don't even like I got no friends. You know. Well at least you have a dog you insensitive prick. You have one too shut up. Yeah but I used to have two <laughs> Yo, these Fantastic Forum boys are cold, boy. They don't pull no punches. Listen, damn. He's like, at least we have a dog. He's like, man, you got one too. You can't hear. If we all just quiet down, you can't hear any barking at crackheads. My area is silent now. (laughs) Lawrence doesn't understand because he's a cat guy. So what? he just doesn't understand the, the bond between a, a man and what? a What am I a cat guy? Like I I'm how, many cat? how many cats you got? We we have two. Now, how many did you start with? What do you mean? How many did I start with? Wait, are you are you bringing now you bring it up but like the dead animals in my past? Yeah, because obviously <laughs> Obviously, the, the, the death of of your cats like does nothing to you because you've lost so many. Over the last oh, you know, month and a half or however long you We're hold on to, to get those poor kittens adopted. Yeah, adopted by God. 
That's what happened. Or the devil. We don't know. They weren't baptized. Wow. Selena wow. is not going up. I guarantee you. Oh, oh no. How dare yeah, you? she is. She's a sweetheart. How dare yeah. you? Listen. Not Christ. Did she have an abortion? She can't go to heaven. <laughs> wait, wait. Listen. Can we someone please just play the review music? Oh yeah, please. That's me. That's just me. play yeah. the review music. It's like oh the line. I can see the line, and we're just kind of like Jesus. Oh no. Just... <laughs> All right, folks. Spawn's oh. universe. Oh, is that what we're doing? I thought we we're doing start. Oh, you start said theater. Book. Theater is visions. You're yeah. right. Uh, theater. I'm sorry, Tiger Claw. Theater. You guys talk. I got to get my notepad. Okay. Uh oh. Oh, man. Oz is prepared. Oz got notes. <laughs> okay. Star He's probably going to have pictures of his dog to show me. Oh. <laughs> Star Wars Visions. Uh, latest series or one of the latest series released on Disney Plus. Uh, it is basically, uh, was it nine, nine different anime studios that no. get to play? A, oh, it's not nine. How many is it? Seven. It's nine episodes, but it's not nine studios. Uh, science, whatever did like more than one. Okay. So how many is it? I don't know how many studios it is. I only know how many episodes. It's about five studios. Okay. Well, there it is. All right, so it's some anime studios <laughs> that get to do a certain number of episodes. Now, are they all Japanese? Because I want to. You can't be saying mm -hmm. anime studios if they're not Japanese. No, I think they're they all, are. Okay, I think they're all okay. Japanese. So right. they they, they, pass, <clears throat> they they pass the Antrim Russell test. <laughs> you know, for 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 anime purity. <laughs> I don't know. That's not a test. I don't know who that Antrim Russell guy is, but he sounds—he sounds like he could play Doctor Strange if the <laughs> if the negotiations go wrong. <laughs> the Antrim Russell test for anime purity—it's like you got to mess around and prick your finger and give them a drop of blood before they certify you as anime creators. You know, they're like, oh, then you sorry, shake a hand. You're so a little, you're a little bit too Korean to be an anime director. <laughs> I'm looking it up, and there are seven studios. <laughs> okay, and they all play around in the Star Wars universe. They have, they had no restrictions, and they gave us nine. Between the seven of them, we got nine episodes. Um, so gents, let's talk about Star Wars Visions. Uh, how about we just go around real quick? You know, tell us, tell us what you all thought in general about some of the things you saw. Like you don't have to be specific yet, but generally speaking, like Moses, why don't we start with you, man? What did you think? I only about watched it? one episode and the one I saw was the Edo period one, mm -hmm. which is the first the with the Ronin, the mm -hmm. the Ronin Jedi. Mm -hmm. And that shit looked amazing. Like I, I I couldn't tell if I was reading an old sixties manga or watching an anime and shit was amazing. Now I was mad that nobody told me this shit had been out because <laughs> like it's nine episodes. Like all of a sudden I gotta do this for sure. I thought there was you know last week we didn't even know if it was out or not. So I'm mad at you guys. I told you in chat it was out. 
Yeah. When? I, I mentioned that I saw it on... We didn't know when it came out, if it was two weeks ago yeah. or... Look, that's my but point. I said it was out uh, yeah. last week. I said it was out. Yeah. It, was a debate. it was a debate where, 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 whether it was out or not. And I was in no. no, here's the thing. about when. When you tell me it's out, when you tell me it's out, I think, oh, okay, they're doing a new episode each Friday. They got nine of these motherfuckers out. So I'm like, oh, I'll wait till the day before showtime to watch it. This is just going to be like two episodes. Three, if you know, if it came out the week before. Oh, so you watched three episodes? I watched one. But the second one was your, like, the second one is in your wheelhouse. It very may very well be, but that first one was so tight, and it, they did such an amazing job of that Japanese Ronin old Akira Kurosawa movie shit that I just went and watched your Jimbo right after. <laughs> And then Classic. I went and watched Fistful of Dollars, the spiritual remake. Jay Jay says the second one was in your wheelhouse, but if you watch the first one, you're you're done. You don't need to watch anything else. Well, what's what? the second what? one about? But it, uh, look, look, again, my short uh, three-second mini-review thing. Uh, the shit was amazing. I couldn't tell if it was grain of paper or film. It was great. If, that's, if the rest, if they take enough... Uh, Integrity in the work they make in the next, you're gonna have a good time. Now, how they fit into Star Wars, that might be a little different. This is a fan film shit. Like I take it as found films, because yeah. I don't know how canon these are or not, and uh, I'm okay with them not being canon. That way, yeah, I, don't have to, nah. I can just enjoy the the execution of what they did. Right. The hey. the second episode is not that same art style. It's right uh, closer to traditional anime. Although more Americanized, and they all look like Funko Pops, and it's, it's about it's about a rock band in the Star Wars universe. I guess one of Hut's uh, kids is, is a in a rock band, and there's like a one of the kids <laughs> that survived the the younglings massacre becomes their singer. It's not metal though. It's like like you don't get much more poppier than that. But they play it like somehow they're they're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's metal in a in a galaxy far, far away. Right. It's it's like how I feel about Kiss, where you look at that band and you're like, oh man, it's gonna be some crazy metal, and then you hear the songs and it's like, wait a minute, yeah. like my grandparents listen to that crap. Yeah. Dang. But they're still tight. Nah. No, yeah, the alphas are tight. He doesn't think they're tight. No, they're tight. <laughs> you, that's look. You gotta listen to the out the oath. Okay. Yeah, you want to hear real metal shit from Kiss? Listen to the oath. Yeah, I, I might look that up. But but do it now. Like turn off your camera. Just listen to it now. Oz, <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of what you saw? At Visions. Uh, it was fine. I was upset. There was no Mind Stone. The whole thing. Call it Visions. Ain't no vision. jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, uh, whatever. I like each episode had something wrong with it that bugged me. Uh, <laughs> what? Wait, just just out of curiosity, like the first episode. What was what what bugged you about the first episode? Why is so many goddamn Sith? Why? Like, I, so Mo, Mo actually clarified it a little bit better for me when he referred to it as fan fiction. Yeah, that yeah. I can kind of get with that, but I just it. it 
it takes place at a point where we still have stormtroopers. So whether it's it's somewhere within the original trilogy or even sometime afterwards, if it's right after the, the Death Star explosion. But there's like just I'm tired of all these stories that take place in that era. If it's you know old republic or high republic or whatever you want to whatever it's called, if it's that era, I can understand. But you put it within that original trilogy era and even the new trilogy stuff and have like all these random ass Sith that nobody knew about show up. And you know, in that first one, there's at one point where he like dude opens this thing, he's got like 10 other crystals from Sith he theoretically killed. That was bad. That's that kind of stuff bothers me. See, if that if that episode, if you hold if you put it in the old republic times where you have a lot of Sith, then yeah, that's great. But if you want to put it in original trilogy original trilogy times, it bugs me. There shouldn't be that many Sith. And then uh, now are you talking about because it's the new Disney continuity? Or are you just talking in general? It more in general, but I'm going with movie continuities because I'm not including the books they're they're not the books aren't included anymore okay even even the books like you you start anything that starts adding random sith i think some i don't remember all the books jay look i can say in the books there's a fuck ton of sith including a whole planet of them that are just kind of hanging out chilling (laughs) so Planet of the like, Sith. <laughs> say again. Is that Planet of the Sith? Yeah, there's a planet for the Sith. Like, just hanging out. Ben starts dating one of them. But I wait. What I'm trying to understand, though, Oz, from your perspective, is like, how do you watch a joint like this? And it's like, I mean, you're basically in some sort of like cyberpunk Japanese Star Wars village and that's like where you start it's like why do you care about how many Sith there are at that point it's like there's no villages like that in Star Wars oh are there not no I mean look, there were some, there were got, some uh, in the Mandalorian yeah I mean, they, they weren't Asianized like that they they didn't appropriate that what? culture but they were like cyberpunky feudal medieval Type towns and they had Western cyberpunky towns. I'm, I'm talking oh, about there. I'm talking about Japanese cyberpunk village. It's like it, it they got thatched roofs. It bugged me that some of the lightsabers were like thin. Like that that kind of bugged me. The umbrella saber? That was ridiculous. Don't get me wrong, I saw that and I was like, oh, that that's some. That's some crap, but now, is there something know, in Star Wars lore that says that you can't put your lightsaber in water? I, I, I not that I know of. Like you know, as far okay. as I know, when when lightsabers are in water, they just evaporate it. Yeah, because she couldn't go through the waterfall, and then she used the force to put the log to make an opening, and then go through it. No, that's just Sith being Sith. Like they don't like a Sith. Uh, for a Sith, their comfort is the most important thing. She probably just didn't want to get wet. Yeah, I can't date a Sith because they don't like to get wet. Uh, there's one episode where like 
dudes are, are yelling at each and other make them uncomfortable in space like stuff like that just just bugs me you guys are probably okay with it but you have two characters yelling at each other in space like what are we doing might as well <laughs> it's like it's like floating leia in that one movie you know okay i, I see I, I i get what you what you're trying to go for but it that's not that's not how that works like don't put me in a world where i understand how the world works and then you don't follow those rules if you make up your own world make up your own rules then i'll, I'll go with that okay we're cool okay i see in in your in your universe there's oxygen in space so we can yell at each other let's go all right <laughs> I, it, it it bugs me just because it's so easy to fix you don't have to have these characters yelling at each other they're both sith they're both trained sith they could can't they like you know psychically yell at each other you can, you can still communicate in space without actually having to you know make words which is impossible it's <laughs> show <laughs> okay jay what about you man what did you think of star wars visions um i thought the good episodes were really good but the bad episodes were really really bad which ones you think you thought were the bad episodes um the one with the band that was really really bad <laughs> the one you said mo would love okay no, I didn't say he would love it. I said it's in his wheelhouse because he's a musician. Because he's really bad. <laughs> I'm a really bad musician. That's is it cool. is it is because it most chibi? Is that why? Well, uh, more hut line. Damn. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, Oz is my personal trainer. <laughs> Like that one was bad. Uh, let me think. I don't know. Like I can't remember or call all of the bad ones. But a good one, like the duel, was good. The ninth mm -hmm. Jedi was good. Um. I like TOB one, but that wasn't good. Mm. But but I did like that one. Mm -hmm. Um, not enough force sensitive robots in the current continuity. I think. Um, no problem. But all in all, what'd you think? Like just generally speaking, did you like them or did you like it as a as a? property i guess of star wars visions is like is that something that you want to see like on second season of or you're like okay we're I, good that experiment failed i don't know that it failed but i know i would be fine without a second season that's fair, that's fair. um lloyd says ninth jedi was my fave which yeah it's pretty good okay okay you know i i didn't get to see all of them uh, so like I got to see most of them. I got to see like five or six of them, I think. Uh, like yeah, like six of them, I think. Um, what I saw, I enjoyed, but at the same time, I think that you know I kind of went into it with the idea like, okay, this is gonna be some non-canon Star Wars stuff and some, you know, some people with a vision for what they would do if 
they got to you know like like they got to do whatever they wanted in the in the Star Wars universe, and so like you know I think going into it like that, I was able to pretty much enjoy everything I saw. There are definitely some I liked more than others, but you know uh, honestly, like if you had told me the premise of the I can't think of the title of the Rock Band episode, but if you had told me the 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 premise of it's called it, Tatooine Rhapsody. Tatooine Rhapsody. There you go. If if you had told me the premise for that, I probably would have told you like, oh, I don't think that I need to see that. But when I was actually watching it, I'm like, dude, I like this. Like, I, you know, I'm like, this is this is fun, you know. And I didn't realize that Chibi Boba Fett was something that I wanted to see, but it was Ninth Jedi. That's the one with the uh, the lightsaber maker, right? Yeah. Oh, that one. Oh, my God. So many problems with that episode. Wait, it, it's the one with what? With the guy that's, that makes the lightsabers. The, the oh, sword. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was dumb. You like that, huh? <laughs> I, I didn't have a problem with it. I mean, yes. Jedi are supposed to make their own lightsabers. But, I mean, like we said, it, it's fan fiction. Also... Well, also, kyber crystals don't just change color based on who's holding them. Like that's not that's not why they're red. Just because you're a Sith does not mean like, oh, you hold somebody's lightsaber, it's gonna turn red. That that that's not that's not how any of that works. But that's like that's the thing. Like when we're talking about um last week, when we're talking about execution. Or well, Oswald's not here last week, but we're talking about execution and how um in this case we're talking about how Korean people take certain things and make it in their korean way or anime does it or japanese people take you know and uh this is kind of how they take star wars that's so, what we're yeah. they take it yeah, wrong. I mean, yeah look yeah, they, but- they take it and show it to you in the way that they they do it that's what they were hired to do and uh yeah it's wrong but it's not it's gonna not affect wrong. well it's, it's not, not gonna it's affect not canon movie. you're right but it's not gonna that's what i'm saying like it's not it, it's wrong but it's not gonna affect Anything that going forward, you know? Yeah, yeah. Also, I, I just thought that was kind of cool. Like, mm-hmm. even though it was wrong, it was like a, a, a really cool thing. I yeah. thought, you know, like, I wouldn't want it in. I wouldn't want it in mainstream Star Wars, but for a, a story, like, I think I think that's pretty cool. Like even um the the one episode I did watch where it's like you see these stormtroopers with that Sith, but they're like the stormtroopers are kind of like disheveled, so it's kind of like a war torn space, and they're not a full military, federally or galactically <laughs> uh, backed financially thing. They're just a warlord of that area, you know. And that gives it a different feel. And, uh, you know, I don't get why an R2 unit needs a bamboo hat. <laughs> but it, it, just, it just adds to the feel. And I think that's kind of what they're, uh, what these anime creators are. They're bringing their anime feel to Star Wars. Yeah. You know? It's like, um, like when I read the Star Wars manga that Dark Horse did back like, what, 99. <laughs> and it's like, you see... Luke, like, just holding the lightsaber like, ah, on the cover, but the lightsaber is like curved, and it's curved mm-hmm. because it's just that that's force that he's using to swing it 
it's not curved because it's a curved lightsaber. But when you see it in the still picture, it's like, why is that lightsaber curved? You know? <laughs> and it's like, um, but it's just that's in manga, that's what it is. In the co- Marvel comic Star Wars, he was just like, and it was, just, you know, <laughs> but the Japanese gave you that with the shiny on the eyes and the face of yeah, sweat yeah. glistening, you know, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, you gotta you gotta learn to just let go and enjoy stuff sometimes, Oz. You gotta. Nah, I, gotta nah, I wouldn't say that either. Just <laughs> know what it is. Look, <laughs> yeah. Lloyd in chat says it kind of just feels like a Star Wars "What If." Right. Yeah. yeah. What if? <laughs> what if it ignored everything? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> we never watched the Star Wars movie in our life. Oh, like, dude. W- what if what? what if everybody wanted to piss on George Lucas's face? <laughs> <laughs> but no, but here's the thing though. There there might very well be somebody out there who has never watched a Star Wars movie in their entire life. Yeah, and they them. might watch Yeah, they're Star wrong. Wars. Well, but they might watch Star Wars Visions. <laughs> And be like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And be like, maybe like, I'll check out some if, of those other stuff. We don't want them in the fandom. Yeah, if you're out there and you've never watched the Star Wars movie, you might as well be a supremacist because you, you're not, you know. Uh, why, why y'all got a gatekeep all the time? Why it's not a gatekeep. It's like open. You're refusing to go through it. <laughs> you know what? The, the, you're the, telling the, them the, that they got to walk through the gate the way you say. The proposition that, that you the, said, the hypothesis, the hypothetical that you brought up, Larry, uh, that's like the same way that they would like somebody who hasn't watched Star Wars. It's like like a dude that's 40 has never been married or had kids like that society looks at you weird like that's that you <laughs> if you haven't watched Star Wars at this point. I even you know what one step above that, you know how difficult it, it is for a person of adult age in 2021 to have not seen a Star Wars movie? Yeah. You gotta actively work. It's like Disney's literally shoving it down your throat. I turn on I turn on the TV and there's a Star Wars movie. Like I'm flipping through channels. It's like okay, there's episode three, there's episode six. Let me go to my (laughs) streaming service, Disney Plus. Okay, there's episode one, there's episode two, there's the the shows. Nah man, if you're you could you could totally just be a hard sci-fi person. If you're if you're an adult Again, and haven't seen any star any Star Wars at all. We're putting you on a list with with the guys who are watching, like you know, like, well, you I don't want to say it, we're on YouTube, but you know the people we put on this. Like, yeah, they got the funny mustache and yeah, panel band. <laughs> always got candy in their pocket. Like we know who yeah, we're talking yeah. about. I don't want to say the word, but we know. And they lie about <laughs> having puppies. And if you act if you act like you don't know, then you're on the list too. <laughs> there's somebody there's somebody out there like I think he's describing Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Mario's worse, man. Dude don't even have candy. He's got mushrooms. He's giving you psychedelics. And just... <laughs> I mean, hey man, I, I'm just saying it's like there's nothing wrong with somebody like not having necessarily watched a Star Wars movie. I, I personally think you should, but if you haven't, you know, it's like it happens. Man. Like, you know, don't, it, it, it's one of those things. You're like things. Caitlyn Jenner of Star Wars right now. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? When I'm Caitlyn, like Caitlyn Jenner of Star yeah. Wars. She was trying to run here in California. They're like, well, what do you think about the abortion? It's like, well, I'm pro-life, but I'm against the, the 
legalism the one of those things like she's basically for both things <laughs> and it's like that you don't have a stance yeah and that's I, how you sound right now a guy who a guy who's it's known okay. as mayor young would of course try to play both sides what are what are the i don't even know what the two sides are what, what are the sides There's also two. larry the 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 people that are just into hard sci-fi, like they count as the people that are unmarried and don't have kids. That's really <laughs> cool. so, that was a bad argument. <laughs> hey, hey, you might be very well be right. I'm not bad at that, you know. But hey, I'm just saying, like, there's some people out there that just like space opera is not my thing, and they might look at visions and be like, you know what, this is actually kind of cool. Maybe I'll give that Star Wars stuff a chance. Yeah, right, right, right. If that's no, not, yeah. Why would yeah. they watch visions? Right, because. And, 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 the thing is, Vision is even more opera than than fucking uh, <laughs> than Star Wars. Listen, like... there's a person that could like you can be into like say for instance hard sci-fi and into Kurosawa, and then you hear about Visions in the first episode, and so you decide to watch it, and then you might be like, ah, oh, you know, who knows? Maybe this Star Wars stuff isn't as bad as I thought. You know, That's or is it as soft as I thought? And they watch it, and maybe they like it, maybe they don't. You know, that you know, happen. it depends. It depends on where they start, right? Because that wouldn't happen. Lord, anybody that's into Kurosawa and watches that first episode takes it as a spit in the face to Kurosawa people. And by the way, if that if that person exists and they watch Visions and they they figure they they need to check the Star Wars out, then they'll watch the movies. Then they're not that person anymore, right? So we're not talking about them. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm not high enough for that shit. Right. <laughs> if Visions gets them to watch the movies, they're, then they're not the adult that hasn't watched the movie anymore. So now, all of a sudden, we're not talking about anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. We're all good anyway. Okay, so yeah. look, with that said, let's go ahead and rate Star Wars Visions then. Uh, unless somebody has something else they want to say about it real quick. Okay, uh, cool. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to go into my rating. Oh, know. okay. I, I don't know. I bother with fucking page four notes. He didn't even lose oh, No, look, look, say what you want to say. No. No. Well, do you want to go episode by episode? I guess not. Out of five, what do you guys rate it? <laughs> we 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 can go. Let's. I, I already I, I already threw it away. I don't even know where it landed. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> it landed right next to your pumpkin spice candle. <laughs> Whiskey and tobacco. That might as well be pumpkin spice. That is it, it, no way. Yeah, it does not smell like whiskey. I was going to say, like, there's no way that that candle smells like whiskey and tobacco. <laughs> it doesn't. No it doesn't honestly, it doesn't, smell like, it doesn't smell like anything. That's why I got that second one going, because this one wasn't, like, it's been on for an hour and done nothing for this room. So, so, so what's the other one smell like? Pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> Hazelnut cream. Ah, that's oh, worse than pumpkin spice. <laughs> it's, it's made in America. Yeah. That cream. He oh, he got geez. it as a as an add-on to his pedicure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny, man. Okay, well, uh, since you're there, 
why don't you tell us what you rate Star Wars Visions? Man? What are, what are you doing out of five? Yeah, out of five. Uh, three, I guess. Okay. It's like it's like the it's like episode one through three. Like, I don't recommend people watch it, but I'm gonna look at you funny if you haven't. So <laughs> they should oh, yeah. watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna like I'll judge you for not watching it. <laughs> I'll judge you for liking it. <laughs> I, want, I want people to watch it. I just don't want them to enjoy it. Because like that, it, we get more of that crap. Like I, I wasn't even sure what he was talking about at that point. It felt like everything for. <laughs> I, was like, I want you to watch everything, but I want you not to enjoy it. <laughs> I want you to feel my pain. Right, I'm right, be miserable show. like me. No, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have to know this existed. I didn't have to watch it. You guys made me. I blame you guys. Well, hey, we'll take the blame. <laughs> Jay, what would you rate Star Wars Visions? Um, I think I would give it a three. Now, looking back on it, I guess there was more episodes that I liked than I disliked. But the bad ones are really bad. <laughs> okay. All right. Mo's Magnum. What'd you think? Star Wars Visions. I only watched one episode, and that episode's a five out of five. It is That's a yeah. I mean it's derivative, but it's just done so well. Like even like <laughs> I was almost mad that they called the guy Master Ronin. <laughs> yeah, because mm-hmm. like that's a little too on the nose. Like they did everything. Like just when he stops her lightsaber with the force and then says, I'm no Jedi, that mm-hmm. I know he's a Ronin Jedi. Like, and that's an aspect that you don't see too much unless you read books, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't read books. So I got to finally see one. I've heard stories of, you know, the Outlander and all, all these guys that are you know, Jedi's with no master. Like, they don't serve the code like that. But they're Force-sensitive and stuff like that. And that, it, it was just awesome to see one in, executed like this This one episode. Five out of five. If we don't watch the whole series, watch this one episode. And then go watch your Jimbo. You know, <laughs> he didn't say, I'm not a Jedi because he's a Rodin. He said it because he's a Sith. I don't... Look, whatever the fuck he is, he's got no master. Like that's the point of it. Like he's a Ronin because he's got no master. He serves himself. Right, but he's also a Sith. We don't know that. His blades are red. That's a Sith. Yeah, yeah, he's a Sith. Or at least we think he's a Sith. But yeah. But either way, it's like it. Like he's not either because he doesn't follow. He doesn't follow a specific order. Like he's there for himself. So you mean to tell me the little kid's a Sith because he got a red Kyber crystal at the end? Yep. If he puts it in a light, <laughs> yeah. I get the fuck out of it. You know, like, like he's just—I mean, Grievous. Grievous uses four lightsabers. He's not a Jedi. That's true. That's true. It's true. He's no. And Jedi. none of them are red. None of them are red. But he's I, not Sith either. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like I, I already told you about that, not enjoying the the first episodes one through three. Like we already had that uh, again. Look, <laughs> it doesn't matter. But those are your canon. Just and then when you're talking about shit like this, doing shit wrong, and then you're talking about your canon being that, just because you don't like it, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> How, what do you rate Oz right now? I rate Oz uh, a one. 
I'd give him a zero, but I still love his punk ass. <laughs> and I got a countdown going. Well, you can't see it on camera here, but I got a countdown going to the day he lands in LA. By the way, there's a. <laughs> My problem with the original three. You can it... get away from me now. Thank you. <laughs> but I have a huge issue. I don't think we've talked about it. I might have mentioned it, but I don't think we've ever talked about it. But the one of my issues with the original, nah, fuck, I can't even say the original. It's weird because it's episode one to three, you know. Yeah, it's the prequel trilogy. Is that Luke is punked out and didn't didn't go with uh, Darth Jar Jar? And if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say Darth Binks, dude, look that up, man. It's mm -hmm. it would have made that story so much better. It would have made it worth it. What oh, yeah. I, I had to put up with in episode one would have paid off so well that every time I think about it, I get angry at Lucas. But he that was trying his to do plan, that. Was it uh, around episode one, yeah, but then he changed it. Because uh, for those that don't know, Jar Jar Binks wasn't just support. Like, he was acting that way as a, as a front and was going to turn out to be a uh, fifth lord and like there's evidence throughout the movies of him like using force powers and things like that it's it's an interesting theory i have to call it a theory because it didn't come it didn't come to pass so it's it's not a real thing and they should make yeah, that but, fiction but but lucas wasn't like that's a fan theory not like something that he was oh. going to do and didn't chose not to though right i don't know if it's confirmed or not yeah, I don't yeah. think it was something he ever planned on doing. It yeah, just it, yeah, it it it's literally like fans making a terrible thing, like lemons, uh, making lemon lemon lemonade out of lemons, you know. <laughs> Which, in a great way, though, it would have been amazing if they. If there's that a, there's out so strong crazy. evidence, though. Like if it if it wasn't a thing, then the the people making those movies screwed up so much that it there's like. <laughs> There's scenes where it's like that. That's the only thing that explains why that happened. Yeah, I, I get it. He's a, he's force sensitive, obviously. Uh, otherwise, that wouldn't happen. Mm. You know, just just little things like when he's talking to people, he, his hand just happens to move when they agree with him. Like stuff like that. Like either somebody screwed up or that was part of the plan. Yeah, like when he talks to uh, Boss Nass, <laughs> he's just like, you know, he's being charming like a puppy, but that's. The fourth, or it could I mean, be the. Fourth. I mean, think about it. He, Binks, is the one that convinces the people to vote the emperor mm -hmm. to become an emperor. Like, how did, mm -hmm. how did yeah. this clown get that done? Yeah, and that actually and is. He got the Jedi to escort him back. And that's actually like when we we talk about the the books and how good they are in the in the comics there's a book and i think it's actually canon now because i think it's one of the newer books where jar jar is like a street performer years later after after everything goes down and i hate that because i think the author was just trying to like show that oh you're trying to add jar jar and like see what what ended up with his story and now i don't I I like the Darth Binks story a little bit more. <laughs> That's fair. It's just something I think about every time I watch those movies. There's your boy. There he is. 
I wouldn't give him that <laughs> the uh, the Claymore saber. But... The unstable crystal Claymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, so, oh my god. I know. <laughs> Oh, those new movies. Yeah. Hey, man, we'll, we'll always have Rogue One. So that's Will we, is. though? Will yeah. we? And Solo. Yeah, look, oh, Solo's, much, Solo's much better than people give it a credit for, but, you know, that's a whole other show. Uh, I'm going to give I'm gonna give a Star Wars Visions uh, a three and a half out of five, maybe even a 3.75. I, I liked it. I think they should. I think. If they do a second season, which I hope they do, I think it'll be even better than this one. So, you know, I think people feeling, well, you know, this was a, a, a learning process. People were feeling out the process. Why I, mm-hmm. Why such a low score? Because I thought you loved this, this show. Well, you know, I will say that I haven't finished watching them all yet. There, like, there was, like, I know what I hope to get from Star Wars, and I didn't get exactly... Like I didn't get that. How far? From, how far did you get? I got six episodes in, and I feel like the 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 ninth Jedi is probably the closest. <laughs> the closest okay, I so got. You, so you got to the Mega Man episode, right? I did. Oh, I, I got three lines on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? what look, Joe. That's when Joe Joe liked reluctantly. He was like, "It's terrible," but he loved it. You know what would be cool for you to do? All is put that paper in one of your candles <laughs> and set like, on fire. No, yeah, no, 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 is wood. It will. Right. Wood's not flammable. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay, sure. What, what, what did you write about the Mega Man episode? I don't know. I already threw it away. Oh, that's the Toby one, right? You gotta, I gotta find it. Yeah, Tob one, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it just like I think that at the end of the day, like so far, only one, only like even the the initial one, I liked it, especially because of the the influence that Kurosawa had on Star Wars. So it's like it feels like a full circle kind of moment. So that's cool, but it's like at some point, I'm like, okay, well. Which of these episodes is gonna feel like what I, you know, like like Star Wars, kind of just elevated a little bit, and I, I haven't, I, I felt like none of them quite got there, uh, or not maybe not elevated. That's not the right word, but like I want, I wanted a version of it that was like a a, a version that felt like a, a Star Wars anime, you know, and or anime style Star Wars. Uh, joint and you know maybe the like the other one what's that one with the um I don't know the name of it but there was the one with the um with the the Padawan that like saved saved the village like I guess the Padawan was like not trying to be a Jedi anymore and she cut off her her braid and oh the forest bride yeah that one yeah, that was one that kind of got a little bit closer to, but it didn't quite get there. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, so I'm just kind of hoping, I'm like, it would be cool just to see, like, some something that felt star, very Star Wars-like, but just in anime style. And You're going to get it. Well, there you go. So, 
I like I said, so as of right now, I kind of like got to do like the 3.75 because I'm like, ah, this that's what I was hoping for. And so I got four more or no, three more episodes to watch. So hopefully, yeah, in those last those latter three, I get it. But yeah, but I, I do definitely want more of this. And, you know, I don't mind like anime studios experimenting in in this world or in that realm you know because again like the 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 rock one i enjoyed and that's probably like the i don't know is that the least star wars one of all of them maybe yes. right yeah like you know that that very well might be the least star warsy one of all of them because it's like you know there there are no rock bands in star wars right like there's there's bands there's music but there's not a rock band you know Oh, and I mean, there's got to be rock bands. There's got to be. Something. Well, there's got to be uh, an equivalent of the rock and roll attitude, um, in a maybe in a place like the Tatooine or that casino, you know, where you have uh, a, a set of people being told what society they should live in and want to do an opposite. No, definitely yeah. not a casino. You got like the lounge singers in the casino. No, but the kids <laughs> that were the slaves. Oh yeah, the kids. Yeah, like they would if they had musical aptitude or whatever, they would probably <laughs> create art that would be equivalent of their rock and roll. It would just wouldn't sound like our rock and roll because our sound physics is different than theirs. They can yeah. they can sing in space. It bugged like, me. Not even Metallica <laughs> could do that. Here. They can sing in space. <laughs> Yeah. It bugged me that that band had a drummer that had three torsos and six arms, but it still what? sounded like what? it's a regular ass drum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel about Slipknot. <laughs> Wait, what? It's like they have nine members and they just sound like a regular band. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> like it's got it, you got to like Def Leppard. Like their drummer only got one arm and he still sounds like he's got two. Yeah. The, the drummer in Death Leopard only has one arm? Yeah, he had an accident. There are nine people in Slipknot? Yeah. That would actually caught me off guard. I didn't realize it was nine. Yeah, there's that's like true. three There's like three drummers. So that's three torsos and six arms. And there, <laughs> look, now, now, there is... Now that's there is, not episode, by the way. <laughs> now, there is... Uh, there is songs where they showcase the other drummers, like you can see their their skill and, and all that their contribution to the band. But for the most part, I mean, they they could be a lot. They they could do a lot more. Yeah, I hear you. Like you know, I I will say that that is a little bit disappointing to find out because you're right. They do sound like a regular. <laughs> like it, yeah. it's not like they're four of them. Yeah, <laughs> and, and to find yeah. out that there's there's at least twice as many. Now one of them is a, one of them is a DJ. One of them is a DJ. So I guess they have eight people. In they the have place. a DJ. Okay. Yeah. Freaking Lincoln Park that shit. Well, they did it like they came out around the same time, so they're in that same genre. Is just Slipknot went. They they can last because they they didn't go into that niche that that trend, you know. But they came out around that time, so they used it. Their singer didn't off himself. So yeah. Like the singer off himself way after that <laughs> genre of music was in. <laughs> yeah. No, it's still in my heart. All right. You all ready to talk about <laughs> Spawn's universe? Yeah. Why are you laughing? <laughs> because of Oz, man. Oh, because of my pain? Like, uh, in the end, it doesn't even matter. All right. 
I hate you because of I don't care how hard you try. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) I hate that he knows the lyrics because he spent so much time making fun of me. Oh, man. (laughs) Okay, we need need comic review music. Comic book review, uh, comic book like review. <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. Okay, I was gonna scream sing into the mic, but my <laughs> wife will kill me because she's asleep. She'll be able to hear you. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> his house is made of wood, Larry. <laughs> right, unflammable wood. Yeah. But acoustically sound. <laughs> so, uh, Spawn's universe number one. Uh, this is basically a book that's featuring uh, a, a relaunch of the whole Spawn mythos. Um, or, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess a, a like soft relaunch because it's not like it's necessarily getting rid of anything it's just trying to add uh todd mcfarland does the writing and then we got a number of different artists uh for each section and yeah i mean that's that that's basically this is like the beginning of of uh todd mcfarland like introducing us to the idea or to the the concept of trying to once again spread uh or or expand spawn into its own like set of characters and its own universe and whatnot so uh what who who wants to talk about this book first i mean technically you already talked about it yeah i i think it's interesting that you referred to this as the introduction to his universe because I read King Spawn first. Oh, okay. I, I didn't realize that this book was out. Like it came out in June. And yeah, you're right. Did it come out in June? Yeah, I can tell you exactly. No, I don't think so. It came that out might be was it. Yeah. Third is the publishing date I got on it. Yeah, but that it didn't come out in June. I'm on Image Comics, it, it says June 23rd. I'm I, I'm not disagreeing with you. What the website says, I'll tell you. That's not when it actually came to the shop. <laughs> it's like oh, I look. If your shop can't keep stock, that's that's not my problem. But <laughs> so this came out theoretically, I guess, came out before King Spawn. Yeah, and yeah. I thought King Spawn was kind of that introduction because it's a bunch of short stories about different characters in the Spawn universe, and. So I thought that was the introduction to the new Spawn universe, but this this book, you're right. I think because it came out first, and the way the story is told, it is kind of putting you back into the Spawn universe, and mm-hmm. it's also kind of done yeah. in that short story, several story format, but it doesn't feel like that either. Like yeah. I was halfway through it, and I, I it felt like a regular book to me, and then you know you turn the page, and I just happen to notice like oh. There's a whole like this is a 
that's the story title I'm looking at. This isn't. Yeah. But it didn't feel that way. It felt like one continuous thing throughout the whole thing. Mm. So, so you're saying that if I'm understanding you right, you're saying that it's an anthology book because it has like different stories of different, you know, with different characters that it follows. But for you, it still felt like yeah, it's it, just like one big book. Yeah, and even like some of the stories have their own title, mm-hmm. so it, it's it, it's written like an anthology that doesn't feel like an anthology. Whereas King Spawn, like yeah, it felt like okay, now we're uh, we're now we're on the haunt story. Now we're on this story, and you can kind King of Spawn. see you can kind of see where they would connect, but at the same time, it, it it's its own story. It's like a like a little one shot. Mm-hmm. King Spawn definitely feels more like an anthology, where this feels like an episode of Frasier, where you just have the Wait, little what? chapter breaks with a weird title on the uh, screen. Yeah, or like clerks. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was enjoyable nonetheless. I, I I definitely feel out of the loop with Spawn though, and I know I've, yeah. if any of you out there are listening right now or watching right now have seen my king spawn one shot that i did that's one of the things like they didn't really like they're not coddling you as a new reader (laughs) in the right they're taking you for a ride and you just gotta kind of accept what you know and don't know and just move go from that point forward um they keep marketing it as a good jumping on point and it's really not no it's not what If yeah. you like what you read, go for it. I mean, because yeah. that, that's really like how it is. It's like, well, I jumped on it and I'm enjoying aspects of it. And and I mean, you know, was it, uh, what's the dude, Steven? Uh, Jim Chung doing the art here is fucking oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Jim Chung on fucking Spawn is, is amazing. Like that, that's yeah. like almost a dream team shit. Todd McFarlane with Jim Chung. Is this fucking time? Which book is the one you're talking about? The jumping on point, King Spawn or Spawn's universe? All of this, this whole, uh, yeah. this whole King Spawn era, like they're saying, like this is the stuff to jump on. Yeah, um, it, it, that's the that's the weird thing because, like I said, I read King Spawn first, right? It has the gunslinger story, right? Where you find out how he's transported to present time, right? And in Spawn's universe, which came out theoretically i guess came out months before he's already in present time Mm -hmm. so i feel like king spawn is more a jumping on point than spawn's universe yeah but in relation to everything that's gone on with spawn like here's the thing you know how comics do the little asterisk the little buttholes Mm -hmm. right and like (laughs) it it, uh it tells you oh for this read this issue now we're already past issue like 320 at this point in spawn where we're yeah. at now, they reference shit that happened in Spawn 100. You know, like, oh, for this, read Spawn 100. So that means there's between 100 and like 320, there's shit that's happened that <laughs> I don't know how much adds to this, but if you missed it, you missed it at this point. You know? Yeah. And what I will and say Spawn, it, sorry, Larry, sorry, Larry, before right, I cut right. you off. King Spawn has none of those little asterisks, <laughs> you know. Like he literally, don't coddle you. Like you say, it's a better jumping on point in the sense. Yeah, it is, but they still like. I don't know who Nightmare is, you know. 
I don't know who Jessica Priest is. And, and yeah. I mean, I kind of know, you know, from mm-hmm. reading Spawn like 50, you know, but. Um, was but, Jessica uh, Priest in Spawn 50? I, I think she was. Wasn't she the chick that was next, like the second for Jason Wynn? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I think that's who she was. But again, I could be Damn. wrong. I feel like I, 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 yeah. I know, but I could not yeah. know. And that's the and weird it, thing about it, reading Spawn now. <laughs> Right. See, but that's the the, thing. When I reviewed Haunt, when I reviewed Haunt, I kept calling him Mark. And because Spawn's universe was in fresh in my mind, and that has Mark Rosen in it. You know, so I had to edit out me calling him by his but Haunt by his main name, his government name. (laughs) Yeah, because I I called him the wrong one. Because that Mark guy is a fresh dude in my mind that he's like. He was, I think he was the spawn from Spawn 200. <laughs> like, like he was the, the spawn from that story. And now he's not spawn anymore. Yeah. But I could be wrong too. Like, I remember spawn Mark Rosen as a character back in the day. I don't know why he's not wearing necroplasm right now. Here's yeah? here's what I don't understand. Maybe you guys can explain this to me. Is what is up with this sudden spawn resurgence? I guess because Spawn the book has never been out of print. I mean, he yeah. has been getting uh, awards for longest running creator own comic. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's not a, that's not a new thing. It, but it seems like when King Spawn was coming out, huge deal. I mean, stories everywhere, like record breaking sales or or some whatever. And I don't understand how King Spawn has been so crazy. When the Spawn book has never been out of print, it's been coming out monthly on the regular, and it just it feels like something happened where all of a sudden it's a big deal, even though it's never stopped. I don't, I don't get what's happening. I don't understand it. I'm glad I, Todd McFarlane is a great guy, great artist, decent storyteller. I'm, I'm glad for him, and he's putting out quality product. Right, I just right. don't understand why now. All, all it is is PR. It's because it's a milestone, right? It's, it's just PR. That, that, all yeah. that, that's all it is. It's like literally somebody, like, you know, like Todd at some points, like, dude, like all these other people have all these universes. He's like, I got plenty of characters. I could create my own universe if I want to, which is yeah, true. You say it's PR, but the PR would be his record breaking issue. Yeah, but well, people but, don't care well, about that. Like, do you remember what number that issue no, is? No, but we say the record-breaking issue. You're talking about the record-breaking sales for like King Spawn One. No, no, no. There was a, there's a an issue at which point he broke the record for longest-running creator-owned comic. Oh, it was like yeah. 303 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I but you remember the number? Yeah, but that's that's the thing where it's like you 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 go ahead and you can put that out there for people. And there are people that are going to be like, oh, that's interesting. But that doesn't make it sound like, oh, well, if I want to get back into Spawn, now's a good point. <laughs> you so know, because what it, it's, it's the opposite, Spawn. actually. Why huh? King Spawn? Like, why King Spawn? Because that's when when I saw this sudden resurgence or whatever you want to call well, it. You know why? Because it's a number one. Yeah, that's it. That, like, that's, that's like cool. literally... Spawn's universe is come come is like it's it's being marketed like this is a great time to get back into Spawn, and so it's like if you want to get back into Spawn, there's gonna be all these issue number ones for you to jump in at, 
And so the Spawn's universe is the first spot. Then the next spot is going to be King Spawn number one. And then we're going to have Gunslinger Spawn and then She Spawn. And that's it. That's 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 the hook. And it's like it makes what? it feel like, okay, it's an exciting time to, to get back into Spawn. And I can tell you, I was like, dude, reading Spawn, Spawn's universe, I was like, this isn't like like this isn't a a book that was written for somebody if they haven't been reading Spawn, <laughs> you know, like not at all. And and that's the thing where it's like it's interesting because it's not like I'm saying you know I'm not the type of person that feels like oh well you have to jump in at a story right at the the beginning point of it to like get it or understand or for it to be good or anything like that. I'm saying like. There, there, like there's some people who write with the intention of somebody like this might be their first issue, and and Todd McFarlane did not write this book with that intention. <laughs> you know, he, he he didn't write it like okay, if they haven't been writing reading for a little while, I'm just gonna put a little bit of something here, a little bit of something there, and it's not like you gotta like explain everything. It's just that you know you want to make sure that you have people like you need to make sure that the the reader feels like they know everything they need to know to be invested in the story. And I don't think Spawn's universe did that, unfortunately. So, yeah, but, and, and I was like, you know, I hadn't read like Spawn in a while. So I'm like, I will say, damn, I'm like, is this what Todd McFarlane's writing is like usually? Like, it made me really think about that. I was like, is this, it like I, like if I go back to Spawn, is this what it would be feel like? Is what it read like? And I, I I think the answer to that question is yes, but it feels a little bit a little bit dated, unfortunately, which I was like disappointed by because I like Spawn. Not entirely in a bad way, but right. it's not. I agree. You know when you like especially rereading Spawn's universe today, I was like, man. What it would be like, like if this Spawn's Universe event was like helmed by like a Dan Slot or a, a, a Jonathan Hickman, you know, or yeah, a Jason yeah. Aaron, you know, like maybe it's time for something like that. I, I I'm not saying I didn't enjoy I this writing, but it yeah. is like it, it's its own genre at this point. That type of writing because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you can still do it well. It's mm -hmm. just not what we're used to, like. From reading shit from you know your Jonathan Hickman's, your Dan Slots, your Nick Spencer's, you know, right, your Matt Fractions, your Ed Brubaker's, you know, right, right, no, absolute, and and that's and the thing too, where it's yeah. like, I believe Todd is gonna be bringing in other people to write some of these other books. Well, and that's that kind of like when you read. I don't know if you read. Uh, I don't know, Larry. I know you're not a big fan of our content here on YouTube because you never like any of the videos. <laughs> So, I like the, the King Spawn, uh, my King Spawn review, like the the main story in King Spawn actually felt good. Like it was well written. It was if it was somebody new that wasn't writing like Todd, mm -hmm. but he wrote it because he knew Spawn too, mm -hmm. and right. he's the more modern writer. Right, and, and that main story in King Spawn actually. Like got me excited about now wanting to go on Wednesday and look for a spawn book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and that's the thing where it's like I feel like 
you know, reading this, I was like, damn, you know, Todd, I still want Todd there for the broad strokes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want him to be telling people what the Spawn stories, where they're going and how they should, like, you know, unfurl in as far as big picture is concerned. And, you know, like Todd, Todd has great ideas still. But I'm like, you know, I don't know if I need him writing these books anymore. Like, I might want somebody else to write the book so that it can feel like a little more, a little more modern, a little more in line with what comic book writing is like in in this day and age or or what it can be. Maybe that's what I should say. And now keeping in mind, too, that, you know, I'm obviously, well, I don't know if I'm the demographic or not. For, for this book, because who knows, maybe Todd, I don't know. But either way, it's like, you know, I, I'm just acknowledging the idea that I've been reading comic books for decades. And so it's like, yeah, I might be tired of this, but there's somebody that's never read Todd McFarlane's anything. And they might be like, no, this is cool. It might, it might feel fresh to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Or it could so. feel like, uh, you know, when you watch one of those movies, that's like a throwback to like one of those 70s revenge films. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like, them it's new, you know? Or when right. they watch Star Wars Visions and they're like, they never seen Kurosawa. It's like, wow, this right. is like, yeah. But right, it feels groundbreaking, right? Right, yeah. and it's like this is reductive, but it's reductive about something I like and derivative. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I feel like I'm using these words wrong, but, um, but here we are. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> Just hit like, subscribe, and the bell, please. <laughs> yeah. Button. Jay, what what do you think of this joint? Um, I didn't really get into it. <laughs> the end. <laughs> what? Why did Although, you? I did want to. I did want to add to answering Oz's question. Okay. Um, because uh, basically every time a spawn hits like one of those big milestones, like 100, 200, 300 there's always a like a surge in interest mm-hmm. and i believe king spawn and spawn universe were announced like right at the 300 uh like right when it hit 300 mm-hmm. so that's also contributing to the hype mm-hmm. yeah i think the the actual jumping on point would have been probably 300 <laughs> reading up until all these I don't know, man. Like I like I I mean I bought 300 and I started trying to read it and I was I felt a little lost, you know? Like and and that's the thing, like it's not about like oh, I got to know every single detail. It's just that, you know, it doesn't necessarily it there's a difference between writing for the people that are already reading the book and writing for the people that are reading the book and the, the person that this might be their first issue. You know what I mean? Like, you can do both. Like, I, I, I read comics that do it every every month, every week. You know? <laughs> so I'm just like, oh. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm i not, you know, I don't, I'm not looking to be catered to, because I understand that there's going to be a lot of stuff I don't know if I haven't read hundreds of an issue of a comic. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not sure if I know what's happening, like, in this book. Right. Perfect, <laughs> you know? perfect example. They like three different characters talk about how Spawn recently closed this specific gate or door or whatever they want to call it. And like, that's it. They'll tell you what it was. They'll tell you how, 
I don't even think there's a little butthole symbol that tells you what issue that happened. You just have to know that Spawn did that. And mm-hmm. as you read through the book, you realize, okay, so he closed something that prevents demons from coming out of hell, but then the ones trapped on Earth can't go. So he closed like like hell gates or something like that. And that's mm-hmm. where we're at. But you don't like they don't tell you that. They just say, "Hey, yeah." Like, so these guys have been here since you closed this door. I'm like, what, wait, what door did you close? Listen, I'll I'll go even more basic than that. It's like I, like I said, I haven't been reading Spawn for a while now, but I know enough and keep enough up with Spawn to know, like, okay, there's been multiple Spawns, right? At this point, like, you know, I don't know which Spawn this is, and they don't ever tell me. It's Simmons. They call, yeah, they call him. Yeah, they call him. Yeah, they call him Al and Simmons. When they call him Alan Simmons in in, well, in that Spawn's one dude, universe, in Spawn's universe, they call him Al. Yeah, I, I, in, I missed Spawn, it. I, in King Spawn, I can understand because I don't think they actually say his name in that one. But no. in Spawn's universe, they do. I don't look. I must. I must have missed it because I was in here like, is this uh, Al honestly, Simmons? Like, is this and the that's other the guy? Like, Again, Larry, I know you didn't watch my King Spawn review, but, um, but. In King Spawn, you when you read King Spawn, you get a feeling that that's Al Simmons. Okay, like just in dialogue, like they don't have to call him out. Like from okay. I can understand Oz not knowing which Spawn it is, or, or the comment that he said. I understand that, but from somebody that that read Spawn and was into Spawn, mm-hmm. in, like the first fifty issues, like yeah. Spawn's voice is there, and it's not Todd yeah, writing okay. it. So, it's so See, they do a good job. Lawrence didn't know it was Simmons. I, right. no, I didn't know how you could see that, it, you know, because they didn't call him anything in that one. You can see how that mistake could be made. I can but, see how Lawrence could make that mistake, sure. <laughs> Listen, what I'm saying is this. I read, like, the first 150, 200 issues of Spawn. I know Al Simmons. It didn't. I wasn't certain if this was Al Simmons or not, and I don't know. I, maybe I just missed the line where some where he calls him Al or Simmons or whatever. But I it, it didn't necessarily feel as or, or I didn't necessarily get the idea that it was Al Simmons. Uh, and, but I was I was like, well, it might be him. I don't know. You know, I'm like, yeah, but that's interesting because I do feel like Al Simmons does have a definitive kind of voice. And, you know, but at the same time, like there were like mo- moments in this book where I was like, I don't know if this guy, like, he doesn't feel like he's acting like how Al Simmons would necessarily act in, in Spawn's universe per se. But maybe I don't know. I don't know. I I have to give it a reread and see if I can see it because I definitely wasn't sure on my first read. Yeah. Did you read King Spawn yet? I I have it, and and that's and, the did and you that's watch the only reason. Read? No, no, I, I, I'm not gonna watch your review before, before. I'm not gonna watch your review before I read the book. Why not? Like, I, I'm prepping you for your book. I, 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 well, I put so much work into that. I went on location to the Wild West to do the gunslinger section. He did. <laughs> he was on location at a graveyard. At yeah. I'm, I'm, I was gonna read the book and then watch the review because that you're the reason why our channel doesn't grow. I, we need the I, algorithm. I don't, I don't know. Like, how do I know? At the time you watch it, like that, like nobody will care about King Spawn. And then, even if you watch it, it's not going to get be put to people that want that would have watched it. Well, 
I'll I'll watch it still after I read the book, bro. Yeah. And and like it. Yeah, thanks for nothing. And then I'll subscribe to Fantastic Four. It doesn't spoil anything though. Like I don't I know that. that episode. I'm telling you. Now you know. Like but I actually I- did an anthology of reviews. Like I just how the book is an anthology book. Uh, I it's a review anthology. It took me a month yeah. to make. Right. I mean, some I put a lot of hard work into it, and Larry don't give a shit about it. I can understand Joe not giving a shit about it, but uh, but Larry, I, I thought better of you. Did he nod when you said that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, Joe doesn't want Joe doesn't even subscribe to our channel because he doesn't want <laughs> our stuff in his feed. No, no. I, <laughs> not only am oh, yeah. I subscribed to Fantastic Forum, but my music channel, Gay Random Music, is also subscribed to Fantastic Forum. That's, like, that's just shameless plug. That's lies. Shameless plug. <laughs> When's the last time Gay Random Music commented a ha-ha on one of our videos? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start doing that, too. I'm going to start doing college. <laughs> I think I'll go through all their videos and comment first. <laughs> no, man, that's the only reason I haven't watched it yet because I was like, oh, I don't know if Mo's going to spoil the book reason. for me. It really is it. Like, that's 100%. Like, you spoil stuff. It doesn't spoil anything. Oh, but there's not. How do I know? Because if I, I watch it and he, if I watch it and then he does spoil it. Well, look, here's the thing. I, as much as I, I don't mind spo- spoiling on the show, when I actually upload videos sometimes i even put spoilers just in case like one time oz did something i put spoilers just in case because i hadn't watched the end of it and then he said there's no spoilers so then i edited the title but because i don't want people to get spoiled on produced content there's no you know there, there's no excuse for spoiling there there's excuse here because i could just tell joe please and then he'll spoil it <laughs> i don't know if he's gonna say no <laughs> yeah but he might say yes. So that's the that's the beauty of a live production. Anything could happen. Well, it's... but I don't spoil stuff in pre-produced content, Larry. You know me better than that. I don't know why I'm doing this, but mm. <laughs> <laughs> look, all this, look at this point now we got to do. Look, Joe got to do a shameless plug, and and now we're talking about our channel as a whole. So now I have to shameless plug before we actually rate this book. There is a tomorrow. Like if somebody could just make quick content it could be a triple threat thursday because there's two uh videos coming tomorrow if you subscribe like and hit the bell you're gonna get me reviewing primordial number one from image comics and then you're gonna get larry talking about foundation the apple tv series like a makeup tutorial Kind of. Yes. Look, look, you see how you see yeah. how I'm glowing. You look good today. <laughs> here's, here's, glowing without, right. without spoiling Larry's review of it, if you've ever fallen asleep to a foundation uh makeup tutorial video, you, that's thematically correct with <laughs> like this the, review of foundation. The white the white TT shirt like really brings out the colors in your eyes. The white TT. <laughs> But yeah, but you're only gonna get to watch those if you subscribe, like, and hit the bell. Mo, what's your shirt? Because it says Undead, and I keep thinking of Hollywood Undead, one of the greatest. Yeah, no, it's, it's literally people. just a shirt that has a bat on it and says Undead. It's a, it's a small press company that just makes, you know, I think one of them said, uh, it says, just says Monster, you know, and I bought one because I like That's black t shirts cool. and I like the, the art. The art and, on it is like so childish, but I love it. 
Like yeah, it's, no, it, it's a great company. I wish I knew the name because I want to actually like this one has a hole in the armpit. You can't see because my lighting. Oh, there it is. So it's like I, I want other ones. They, they you know, I've, I I ran into them at a comic convention and I'm like, you know, I like what you're selling. I would buy every shirt you have, but I can only buy two. Oh, your lats are so <laughs> cute. torn a hole in it. When you just yeah. So now I'm, next time you see me wearing it, I'll probably it'll probably be sleeveless because I'm just gonna cut it from them up. That'd be cool too. Yeah. But yeah. So we're gonna rate so, this. One. Yeah, I think it's time. Let's rate Spawn's Universe number one. Jay, what would you rate Spawn's Universe number one? Um, I would give it a two out of five like i just couldn't really get into it but the art and the characters were fine i just couldn't get into it fair oz what would you rate spawn's universe number one uh somewhere between a three and a half and a four because it's a good book and i I really enjoyed it but the problem is they're they're selling this as a jumping on point and i think king spawn is a way way better jumping on point to whatever is coming in the spawn universe got it got it moses magnum before anybody continues whoever has that dog barking that that's some insensitive ass shit man i told you my dog's gone right now yeah it might be outside of of my window yeah man (laughs) no but um i would give this like uh you know I'm closer to the four because the art was amazing. Like I love the mm-hmm. art all around, and even with this anthology format for uh, Spawn's universe, like Todd knows talent. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he knows how to pick these. You know, and Larry, if you would have watched my review, uh, <laughs> you would have seen because one of the dudes that draws in the dude that draws the main story in King Spawn is a guy I've been following for years on Instagram. Oh wow. And, it's just a guy I like, and uh, he draws comics and stuff too. But the Todd plucked him from there and put him on King Spawn number one, so he knows how to spot talent, and and I think I do too, <laughs> clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, the art, the art, Jim Chung, like that alone gives you a five out of five. <laughs> Jim Chung drawing a Spawn book, no brainer, five out of five. But but the story could have been better, and really as a jumping on point as. as coddling to me like i don't expect them to coddle me but it would be nice <laughs> you know I, i'm i'm spoiled by other comics now yeah you know yeah. because they do a good job another one that doesn't do that is uh the black hammer stuff yeah like, it, if you miss this up you gotta buy everything. <laughs> like buy everything black hammer because it's amazing but you, you can't skip a book yeah. um but yeah, here that that's what I feel like here. So I don't know how this is gonna pay off, but I'm in for the ride. Uh, Lloyd in chat says I love the McFarlane artwork, but I had no idea what the hell was going on in this issue. Not sure it worked as a jumping on point, but was an entertaining ride, and that that really encapsulates how I felt about it. And I would keep reading it because um, it's not even like that expensive. <laughs> it's still mm-hmm. like a three ninety nine book, sure. and uh, and you're you're gonna get a it seems like this story is going to pay off. You know, we got the Gunslinger uh, book coming out in October. And then in December, we have the Scorched. And the Scorched is basically their big superheroes, like the Avengers, Spawn's Avengers. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's going to be 
Look, we got a this PR shit's working because they milked the whole year out of it, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm in. And uh, I also, um, well, go ahead and finish the rating. Okay, thank you, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, I have a little deal. I have a spawn mode deal too, but okay. we'll, we'll do that after. Okay, sounds good. I'm I'm gonna give uh, Spawn's Universe number one three and a half out of five. Uh, yeah, it, it it's like the art was good. Uh, the characters are interesting, but the story is hard to follow. It's not a ju- good jumping on point. Uh, and, and it's not to say that, you know, it's not to say you won't know what the sequence of events are, but, you know, it's one of those things where I feel like they don't quite, if you, if you haven't been reading beforehand, before now, it's like you don't quite, it doesn't give you the stakes and you don't necessarily know why people care about these things and that makes it so that maybe you don't care about some of these things so that's it's unfortunate because i'm sure it's all really interesting i look forward to being a part of it i guess later down the line as i keep reading but as for right now i'm just like yeah twiddling my thumbs hoping to figure out what's going on with everybody soon so yeah three out of five for me what's what's the mo deal moses the mo deal is that uh, I have a video here that you can play too. Um, if you go Comicsology, you can get all the the trade paperbacks for about half off, and they're all five ninety nine. Nice. And nice. but if you have unlimited, you can I think you can read the first five trade paperbacks for just a subscription. And Comicsology is great. It's five ninety nine a month. It's the price of basically one comic. <laughs> you have all this this access to this big library and uh, uh yeah so I, I you know specifically after if reading these king spawn and spawns universe if you um feel like you're missing some of this stuff like this would be a, a good option for you because <laughs> you're gonna get a they're all you know if you like i think the first one right there if you can see is is uh 399 so at the very least, the first one's uh, really cheap, and then the rest are are six bucks. But if you read one, like the look, look, you're gonna get a good deal. There you go. Cool. Yeah, man. We didn't play. Spawn always has cool ass art. We didn't get to play the number deal music. Oh, you want us to do that still? We can. Yeah. We still have uh, seven minutes to kill, so. <laughs> well, it actually is time for us to wrap. <laughs> Jay, Jay said, F, F y'all seven minutes. He's like, nah, man. He's like, like, I know, right? He's like, circle them wagons. Yeah, we seven minutes. Well, wrap six, it up. Uh, well, we started wrap. late. Not so we're actually three minutes over. No, Damn. but we're but right now. Our counter says it's less than two hours, so we're technically it's a short show. Just because we started late, that's not the like we're under contract to do two hours. You got <laughs> you got to think of the uh, the archive audience that just randomly stumbles upon our videos on YouTube. <laughs> e- yeah. Either way, is there is, is there well. They're, they've got some news they want to share in regards to like or talk about real quick because like, we can definitely play some news music. And no, that means news is going to cut into the news story time. Okay, well, so okay, so we do have a story then or no? Uh, yeah, 
We'll just be quiet till it hits the two hour mark. <laughs> we actually do have have a story. Um, Silence. So we talked about Squid Game recently, uh, and it turns out in the show the number that's on the back of the card that you call to register for the game is an actual number, and. Mm. Basically, the person that owns the number is getting like thousands of calls a day. Damn. Um, because they saw the number on the show. Um, the producers of the show basically told the guy, "Yeah, that sucks. We can't do anything about it. Uh, here's eight hundred bucks. Like, just change your number." Eight hundred. Wait, wait, what? Wait, so wait, is the eight hundred bucks in addition to changing? Like. That's not you don't need that money to change the number. That's just like we're sorry. Here's That's how much cost in Korea. Say again. Like the eight hundred dollars isn't like you don't need that much money to change your number. It's just that's just like punitive damages, right? Four, so like, we're sorry. I believe so. Four thousand calls a day. That's crazy. How do you even like are there four thousand there's not four thousand minutes in the day? How do you well look here's the thing? Out of those four thousand, realistically, two thousand of those are people talking about your car warranty. Are they? That's, That's what I get a day at the barber shop. That's just California. <laughs> yeah. I have three two three area codes. I get those calls too. Speaking Damn. of your barber shop, uh, one of the reasons the guy is reluctant to change is because the number is actually connected to his business. Oh, that sucks. so. He's had the number for 20 years and it's connected Damn. to his business. That's and up. the producers are only offering him like 800 bucks for yeah. punitive damage. Um, nah, which got man. a lot of people upset with the producers yeah. of the show. Like, dude, you're really fucking this guy over and you're not being helpful yeah. and you're not even offering him substantial What's his business? compensation. Say again? What's his business? I don't know. Murder games. <laughs> um, I will say eventually uh, he did get offered like $85,000 from a politician. A Korean politician is paying him off. To what? Um, say again? To change his number? Yeah. Hey, hold out, brother. Hold out. Hold out. I don't know. He already got he already went from eight hundred to eight 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 eighty three thousand or what it was. Yeah, like, hold out for a million. <laughs> Wait, I'm like, is that taxpayer a, money? <laughs> it's Korea. There's a point where they're like, you know what? Nah, done. You deal with it now. Fuck it. You had a chance. Damn, that's me- like how did they decide just to use somebody's real number? And what happened to five five five? They don't have a five 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 in Korea is actually a bad luck thing, and it actually that. still happens in the U.S. Where every now and again, uh, a real number will make it into the final uh, print of a movie. Um, it actually happened recently that in a kids show, uh, there was a phone number printed, and it ended up leading to a porn site. And they they went and changed that like real quick because you know 
Yeah, man. Didn't want it to get shit done, right? But with this guy, they're just like, yeah. So it, it still happens. What I'm trying to say, real numbers do get out there sometimes. It's hard. So that's something this guy's been dealing with. When you're trying to make something and you put a five five five, like at this point, the five 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 takes you out of the scene. <laughs> oh, a fake ass number. Like even it's just a small part of your brain that just takes that as a fake number. It's like takes you out of it. So I can see why they won't use the five 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 like that. Yeah, it's like two. But people at least buy the number. Like get a cell phone. You know That's what I'm saying. Like uh, if you want to put a real number in the joint, like just technically, get like, a number. I have a, I have a business phone. And that's where, like, if you go on Yelp, Google Maps, Apple Maps, whatever, like, you're going to call that number. But once, like, I want to do business with you on a constant basis, that you might as well forget that number, <laughs> you know? So, and I have it for that same reason, because it's like, all right, whoever I don't give a fuck about, they use that number. Maybe I'll pick it up. Maybe I won't, you know? There's been shows and stuff like i think rick and morty did it too where like they put out real numbers but they it's a number that they get and right. you call it, there's like a message from like rick or something yeah mm-hmm. yeah despicable me uh two did that yeah i didn't watch that yeah <laughs> yeah right. so uh, final thoughts all right yeah let's do it i didn't get to do my new story Oh, one more. Do your new story. We didn't have time. I thought the whole deal was your new story. No, I actually produced that on the fly. I didn't realize there was a deal. And then I just did that. (laughs) Oh, wait. We got the. Oh, wait. Is that. That is what we're. Well, whatever. We'll we'll figure it out next week. Do you know what happened? Is that music? No, no, no. I just thought that we had the, like, we had, there was something else we were supposed to use. But no, we had, Larry, we went through this last week. We have an outro, a video outro, that that's the one we we end the show with. The one we talk over is this one. We talked about that last week. Unless you're thinking about me doing it live, which I can't this week because right. my ukulele is out of tune. But he did, he wasn't here when you did it live. Okay. Uh, so why don't you give us some final thoughts? Uh, so we do mostly talk about comics or try to anyway. And if you're an independent comic creator or know of an independent comic creator that would like us to take a look at it and review it, go ahead and let us know. Uh, we'll check it out, but we're going to be brutally honest. If it sucks, we're going to let you know. If it's great, we'll let you know too. We don't, the first, the next ass we kiss will be the first, is my whole point. And this includes famous <laughs> people. Like the way those other guys have talked to guys like Liefeld, you would understand that we will be brutally honest. Aside from that, merch store coming soon, maybe, hopefully. Cool. Jay. Final thoughts. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope the merch store gets up soon. I want to get a T-shirt for Comic Con Special Edition. You got your ticket? Yeah. 
How come you don't tell nobody, man? I'm over here worried and shit. <laughs> I, I I did forget to put that into our text, but I, I do have my ticket. Man. Um, I don't have transportation yet, but I'm working on it. Don't worry about that. Look, even if you didn't have, look, yeah, yeah, two other guys are going down there. You got transportation. Right. Yeah, you got transportation, man. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I can't transport him. I'm flying in there. Oh lord, uh, Moses Magnum. Final thoughts. Uh, again, uh, we got two videos coming out tomorrow, and uh, yeah, just like, subscribe, hit the bell. We got the primordial number one review, and we got the uh, foundation review. But, you know, it only makes sense that I do this if you watch. It's Lawrence. We don't know what he's doing. (laughs) Indeed. What he's doing. doing. For all of you out there that are watching and are supporting us, we really do appreciate you. Thank you so much. Keep letting us know what it is you like, what you don't like, what else you want us to cover. uh, Because we'll do it. We want to know. We want the feedback. So let us know how we can be better, how we can better serve you. And uh, let us know what you think we're doing right so we do more of that, too. Uh, We're the Fantastic Forum. We'll be back next week. Until then, we're out.